and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going and watching our shows and all the shows here on ESPN 1000. Before we get into this whole thing about resetting the clock and the comments from Warren Sapp, I need you and Shay to get this out of your system. This back and forth about how the Lions are built. And again, we're talking about a team in the Lions that are on the precipice of getting to the playoffs. They fell short. The one thing I do like about the Lions is, oh, we're not going to the playoffs? Well, you know what, Packers, you're going to hell with us. You're not going to the playoffs either. And they stepped up in, in Lambeau Field, and they beat their ass. They absolutely did. Went in there, and they. I was just reading an article as I was doing some research on the Lions that talked about before that game they had a players-only come-together meeting in the locker room. Mm-hmm. We know what the future is. We know all the talent on this roster. We may not be going to the playoffs, and that's our own fault. They're not going to the playoffs. Let's go beat their ass. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's exactly what they did. Okay. So tells you about the culture Dan Campbell's assemble with Brad Holmes, the GM. All right, let's lay this out. All right, so what is your issue with Shea regarding the Lions? The Lions and the Bears. Like because because Shea wants it yesterday for the Bears. Right. He wants them to be in the playoffs. And again, this is see, Shea's a younger fan. You and I are a little bit more patient because we know the process for some of these teams. But I like Shea's approach saying that, okay, yes, you are starting from the bottom. And so why can't you be a seven or eight win ball club? And the reason why that I can't go there, Shea, is because I don't know what Poles is going to do. It seems obvious to all of us. Here's this free agency that you should be able to plug in some quality players. Not the whole roster, but a few quality players. Here's the draft where you have young players that you have to mold and shape. So there's a balance of both. I don't know how it all works. And then on top of that, something we don't talk enough about because it's going to be a second year coming up. I don't know what Eberflus is. I don't know what that is. Is he just a CEO, just overseeing things? Does he actually make an impact for the team? I don't know. So this is why we're at so many question marks. There's more question marks than answers on this football team. But I want you to lay out for me and everybody about how the Lions were built, and how you believe the Bears could get there. So the Lions had more talent on their roster the day Brad Holmes rolled in. And there's a great article about their GM. He came from the Rams. And he said this notion that the Rams don't value the draft because they've traded so many picks away, he said that's nonsense. We drafted Cooper Cup. We drafted uh, Aaron Donald. And he lists a whole bunch of guys. He said, and then when we felt like the windows open, they made the move for Jared Goff. Man. And... They made the move to get Jalen Ramsey. He said, yeah, we pushed a lot of draft capital in to get those guys because we thought we were close. And it turned out they made the final investment getting Matthew Stafford, and they won the Super Bowl. So it worked out. But it took five years to get that thing to that point. John Dorsey, who used to be the GM in Kansas City, went to Cleveland, where that thing's always been a train wreck. Yeah. And now he is a senior personnel executive in Detroit. Mm-hmm. He said, if you tear it down, full rebuild takes at least three years. That's mm-hmm. just a fact. Because got, you've got to have depth pieces. You've got to have star pieces. You gotta, you're going to have some misses. You're going to have some injuries. That's just a fact, in his opinion. So I look at the Lions, and the first year Brad Holmes came in there, there was already talent in there. They had some good players, man. Really good players. Their offensive line is top, what, Shay? Five in the league? Four in the league? 
I'm a little uh, maybe bullish on it. I would say it's top one, but again, I'm a little it, bullish. It might be the number one offensive line, but it's yeah. really good with Ragnow and Taylor Decker and uh, is it Vitai? Yeah, um, and Panay Sewell. Mm-hmm. Dude, look at their skill position Jonah Jackson. Jonah, look at their skill position players. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams. Then they had the stones to trade T.J. Hawkinson in the division in the middle of the season. So your point on the Lions when it is regarding the Bears is what? That the Bears don't have an Amon Ross St. Brown, an Aiden Hutchinson, a Jamison Williams, a Panay Sewell, a Frank Ragnow, a Taylor Decker, and that team, the Lions, has two more number ones in the first round. And they've gone three thirteen and one. This year they broke through but did not make the playoffs. I think the Bears two years from now can be what this year's Lions were. Two years, not this coming year. And that's not me being a hater. I please I want the Bears to go seventeen and zero and win the Super Bowl. Nothing would make me happier. I just think the talent deficiencies on this roster are so profound that I don't think you can look at this roster in a year and go, wow, the Bears went nine wins. But you don't I know. Don't see it. We don't know because this roster won't be the roster that we look at in a year. So, Shay Norling, you're, so you heard from the council. All right, now you plead your case. Go ahead. I'm going to use big words, so I'm going to speak a little slowly. There's a lot of results-based analysis going on here. The Lions started the season with a win total of six and a half, one win higher than the Bears. They were viewed as having one of the lesser rosters in the NFL, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. That was true. They were viewed as not having a very good quarterback. I still think that's true. He can perform well in the in the environment that they've given him, but really they started badly, one in six. They really played over their heads probably at the end of the year, and I think next year could be a really big year for them. But what we're doing is, the Lions right now are where I would hope the Bears would be at the end of next season. We have to compare the Lions a season ago to where the Bears are right now, which I think is more comparable. When you look at the teams that win three games in the NFL, they're really bad. And I know we talk about, well, they have more talent on the roster because they have more first-round picks. Not all first-round picks are created equal. Some of them are busts. Like, I expect the Bears are going to swing and miss on some things. The point that I'm making is they have an opportunity. They have avenues where they can add, whether it's through free agency, whether it's through the draft, whether it's through the trade market. They have opportunities this year to add meaningful talent to the roster where at the end of this season we could look at a team that won seven, eight, nine games and go, oh, hey, That doesn't look too bad for 2024. The part where I think we lose cabin pressure is saying 2025 for a Super Bowl is wildly optimistic. If it's not 2025, everybody's getting broomed out. Like the teams that don't. That's the way it works. Like a decade yeah. ago, you leave guys around. But Cap, this is the not for long league, the NFL. Well, this is the league where, look, Belichick's the standard, I guess, where the 20, 30 year deal, that's one time. Like, not everybody's Andy Reid. Not everybody's Bill Belichick. Most of these guys are Doug Peterson, who did great in Philly. Wasn't there for a long time. Okay. So let, let me just interject uh, on that comment. All right. So, Cap, he says, if 25, if you're not where you want to be, and again, everybody wants to get to the Super Bowl. I don't think the Bears will be there in 25 of the Super Bowl. He says, broom everybody out. Now, if they do underachieve this year and definitely next year, then what I said when Uberflus was hired is going to come true. This is a transitional hire for me, Uberflus. Just like this was a transitional season for the Bears. 
Like, I, I don't expect greatness from Eberflus because when we had, when we heard about the hire, I said they're going to upgrade at some point. This is just a transition to get to something different. If this team underachieves in 24, there could be change, but not with Poles. Poles will have at least two head coaches. That guy just said that if they're not, what did you, I don't want to misquote you. You did, heard him. You said in 20, not contending for the Super Bowl in 2025, everyone's getting broomed out. Yes. Everybody. Not, yeah, not, 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 not Warren, I mean, right? literally have the worst roster in the NFL. It's 2022, Cap. In 2022, that's year one. 23 is year two. 24 is year three. If 2025, year four, you can't get on the field and give me something that's going to compete, I, get out. Then we need to do something different because that's year six for fields, right? Am I doing the math right? Yeah. If you're on out there and you're not giving me somebody that can compete, a team that can compete, in 2025, somebody get out. So what if Buffalo next year goes, uh, let's call it 11-6, and 12-5, and five, and they get beat in the second round of the playoffs again? You brooming all those guys? I think you have to consider it because the oh expectations are so high. <laughs> why, why would you not? We're just going to let people stick around. This is how you end up with like the Cowboys. 12 wins every year. McCarthy's great, but he vomits on himself in every playoff game. He gets to say, keep his job. Why We've is he got vomiting on himself? Maybe it's Dak Prescott throwing two horrific interceptions. Can everything be true? Like We can have multiple things be true. Well, 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 here, here, I will stand on this, and Shea's right only in this regard. If this team is going to be underachieving at the time, I think they should be winning in 2025. Iberflusis will be fired. And that's what I expect anyway. Well, that's I track that record the, around I, here. Well, well, I said that from the, from the beginning that you he's, did. he's not going to, when the Bears are really good, he may not be the head coach. Like the really good organizations in sports, the really good ones, stability. Not in the NFL. Hmm? Really? Not in the NFL. Really? Like, you look at Belichick and you look at Andy Reid. Where else is Mike that true? Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Pittsburgh, but what is, one of like, the model franchises. Great. If that's what the Bears are, though, if they're going to be 9-8 and eight every year, then I'm not really interested. Like, I want, yeah. I want a team that plays for Super Bowls. That's if, how hard it is. I understand that. But I'm telling you, like, if we get to year six of fields, 2025, and you can't get a f- team out there that we think can contend for a Super Bowl, one of you, Poles, Eberflus, Fields, go. 25 would be year five of fields. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This 21's year one, 22's year two, 23, four, two, three, 24. Okay, so year five. That's the final year of his rookie contract if you pick up the option. And which I would. If so you're, you're telling still me if not he's, a Super if he's Bowl, eleven and six, and they get knocked out. Well, that's different a, because if you're eleven and eleven and six, and you go to the playoffs and you lose a close game, then I think you can explain. But I'm I'm saying to you, if we get to 2025 and it's like we have no shot to compete for a Super Bowl, but next year, all right, then what are we doing? We're going to give Fields a three hundred million dollar contract and go give him twenty percent of the salary cap, a cap percentage. No team has won the Super Bowl well, paying their quarterback like that. Well, that that's my marker. Is 2025 and again 2023 we know what this season is 2024 you should be uh, some better for sure especially with the extra wild card you should be able to be better but in 2025 you should be talking about the Super Bowl because here's what we look at in this offseason we know again it's transition cap because it's free agency in the draft I don't expect some Disney like finish for the Bears just because he added new players that's ridiculous but what I will say is, is that incrementally you should be getting to where you need to be as one of the top teams in the NFC. Division aside, if you're not competing for the Super Bowl by 25, Iberflus won't be here. Poles will be. Warren will be here. 
but you will change the coaches because it happens all the time. We talk about this in the NBA a lot, but same thing in the NFL. There is stability in Baltimore, as you mentioned, teams like Pittsburgh, teams like New England. You know, right, Baltimore's another one. Yeah. Stability. Stability. He's been the head coach since 2008. But if yeah, a- but he's had a ton of success. He's won a Super Bowl every year they're in there. And their struggles so have been Tomlin. a little different. They're like For John Harbour on the Ravens, their quarterback has died like two straight years. I mean, that's... You can't fight against that. If injuries happen, injuries happen. Like, next year, perfect example. If the Bears go out next year and they win four games because Fields, God forbid, had a knee injury and couldn't play 14 games. Okay, that's different. But if they go out, everybody's healthy, things are good, you made a lot of off-season moves, you added some talent, and you can't win seven games, I'm going to start asking questions about what's going on with the team. Whether it's the quarterback, the GM, the coach. Seven's the floor. I think you can get to nine if everything goes right. I'm not even asking for a playoff bid. But then I think 2024, we got to start going... You put talent on this roster. Things looked good. Now let's go try to win a Super Bowl. Make the A.J. Brown trade the Eagles made. Make, go get a receiver the way that the Lions did, whether it's through the draft and Jamison Williams. Go do something where you get a weapon. Yes. And then in 2024, we can talk about Justin Fields' final year non-option of his rookie deal, has real weapons around him, real talent on the team. Let's do what we can for this kid and help him have a team that can win a Super Bowl. 2024, that's where I want to see that. As Theo Epstein said, progress is This isn't is baseball, not, man. I'm not talking about like, it. We're not having kids marinating my minor leagues here. You have your spot. But Theo's, in, Theo's uh, yep, baseball. He's not you talking about baseball. Him. He was talking about sports. So you had your shot. Now, pipe down. He said, progress is not linear. When you think, wow, I got all the pieces here. Oh, what, what happened? That guy regressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy got hurt. Oh, that guy, we thought we had all the cap space. He didn't choose us. Progress is not linear. Look at that Eagles team, and I know they had a, a hiccup. They had one bad year there. They won the Super Bowl in 18. That veteran offensive line might be the best in the NFL. We don't have any of those pieces. Three of the four teams in the conference championship have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Do the Bears need to think about uh, resetting the clock? We'll hear from Warren Sapp and get your phone calls in our last conversation about the Chicago Bears. You heard our conversation. What do you think? We'll get your phone calls in next on Cap and Jay That was fun. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. I want my teammates to fight or either F one or the other. It's going to be one or the other. Well, they could, do you have a preference, thing. Cap? <laughs> yeah, I think he'd rather fight. I just threw up in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> we both want the same thing. We want the Bears to be good. Yes. I just think I'm more realistic of how talent deficient this roster is. You have to turn around a defensive line. You have to turn around an offensive line. You have the worst wide receiver room in the league, and it can't all get fixed in one offseason. It's just That's right. physically impossible. So are you Team Shea or Team Cap based on everything that we laid out here in our first segment in the 9 o'clock hour? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. I side with Cap only to me in this regard. Like we, You and I are seasoned enough to know the process that it's not something that he can be changed overnight. It's one it, like what Cincinnati is doing is pretty strong. From the Marvin Lewis era, 
in which they couldn't get out of their own way. They didn't have enough players, didn't have enough talent. They were a team in neutral for a long time and sometimes bad. But what's going on with Cincinnati right now is pretty good. They have an opportunity once again to get to the Super Bowl because they've got the quarterback in place. They have the receivers in place. They've got difference-making talent. And the Bears, for them, you can plug in whoever you like in free agency in the draft. It doesn't necessarily mean that you'll have the success that you're looking for, even with an extra wild card. You just have to, me, look at 25 realistically and say, here you go. 24, you're building on something, but 25, it should be go time. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I'm more aligned with your clock. I am. Because I've just seen it. But for Shea, I understand the expectations because Justin Fields has set the city on fire. I get it. And Shea's like, let's get it done now, man. Do what you got to do to be able to get in the playoffs I now. I hope As, they can. Yeah, but I mean, that's hoping and wishing only based on the unknown. You want that, yes, but it's the unknown because I don't know what kind of wheeler and dealer polls is. Right, but I don't know. Again, it comes back to what I expect. If these guys are good, like Cap keeps bringing up the really good organizations in the NFL have stability. That's true. I think it's a chicken or the egg question, though. Like, are you stable because you were loyal to a guy who had some bad times at the start and then after five years got things right? Or are you stable because you hired somebody who was really good and started getting things done? Like, my expectation for polls, I understand it's the unknown, mm-hmm. but my expectation is you're going to get things done. So for me, 2024, it's go time. And if it's not getting done by 25, maybe we got to try something new. Because, again, I look at this weekend in football, this upcoming weekend, four teams left in the NFL. Three of them have a quarterback on a rookie contract. I just think that tells you how important it is in the first five years of your quarterback, if you get them, to surround them with talent and win. So if they can't do that before it's time to pay Fields $350 million, boy, i got to start asking some questions. But unlike in baseball where you get Aaron Judge as a free agent, Carlos Correa and Dansby Swanson, all these really good dudes, there's a difference here, a big difference. In the NFL, free agency is not the panacea for everything that ails a roster. Correct. It's just, it isn't. I mean, I'd love to have Jalen Carter in the middle of the Bears' D-line. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one guy. All right, let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Tony in Kansas City, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, Tom. Gentlemen, hoodie, I, I, understand, I understand where you're coming from for the past generations of failures in the, in the NFL. Um, Shea, total team Shea here. Cap, That's a fine. we're at ground zero. If if we're going to be a good organization, mm-hmm. we need we need to start building. And Poles needs to be the guy. If Poles isn't, then guess what? We're going to be here in five years doing the same thing we were doing last year. I mean, it it doesn't mean we're in twenty twenty three. We're not in two thousand sixteen. We're not in nineteen eighty four. All right, we're in two thousand twenty three, and we have. The pieces, the I'm sorry, the asset to build the Steelers organization of the future. Because I, I see where you guys are all coming from. All right, so if we tie this all together, and if Poles is the guy, we should be we should be in the hunt for that seven seed, or being in the crappy division that we are in, we should be going for that division title next year. So wait, the, so the when line, you say, well, hold on, Tony, you say assets. Okay, okay, okay so all right, so I agree. Yeah, there's assets. 
But again, that's the unknown. Like as much as I want the Bears to be in the playoffs next year, we yes, they had the wherewithal to get to be able to add assets. But who are they? That's the whole thing. The, the draft and free agency. Who are those assets? Yeah, where are those at? First of all, you're okay. not going to get every guy you want in free agency. A, and you don't have forty draft picks. You just okay, don't. Can I, can I go now? Yeah. Can I go now? Well, we're all having right. a well. I thought we were having a conversation. So, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead, well we, we, we respond to what you said. Now, you tell us what you think. That's the back and forth of talk radio. Understood. Understood. Sorry. My response would be, if Poles is the guy, we're at ground zero. There's, if we have all the, the cap, all the cap space, and if he is the general manager that we're wanting, you know, 10 years from now saying, oh, wow, look. That was the start. We're at ground zero, so let's have some. Let's just have some optimism okay. here instead of having instead of having the same doomsday. We're not having a the do- rest of our okay. sport. Let me respond to you, Tony. We're not having okay. a doomsday attitude. We're simply stating facts to you. The uh, free agent class is not loaded. You can have all the cap space in the world. It's not fill- in the NFL. I'm keeping that guy. I'm tagging him. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping that guy. I'm extending him. A lot of the top offensive linemen that were in this class, like Elton Jenkins with the Packers, have already had their contracts extended. So my question is, yes, I have faith. I like Ryan Poles very much. Where is all this talent coming from? And the hope is, wherever it's coming from, that it will build towards something in 24 or 25 to where you need to be. Tony, you can hear the show how you like to hear it from Kansas City, but if you're listening to the show closely, we're saying we're actually all saying the same things. We're just trying to figure out the timeline of exactly when things will develop. Correct. If you're listening to the show closely, no one's saying that the Bears suck. No one's saying that the Bears will fail. What we're saying is, is that we know where the Bears are. How quickly can they get there? That's our conversation. I don't know what you're listening to, but we're trying to figure out the timeline of when the Bears will be good. Is it is it 25? Is it 24? What assets they'll have? That's what we're talking about. Correct. That's our conversation this morning. We appreciate the phone call, Tony. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Elmhurst and Scott is on uh, Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, guys. First time caller, long time listener. I love your guys' show. Thank you, Appreciate sir. you. Um, I got, uh, I, I got, first I want to start off with this. Uh, I, I just w- want to give a shout-out to all the construction workers that fought the traffic this morning and made it into Chicago to make Chicago a better city. Yeah, it's Love awesome. You guys. Keep, keep doing it. Thank keep you, Scott. Thank you for saying that. Second thing is is that, Hoodie, I love you, man. You're amazing. Cap, you too. Say, keep giving Cap the business because he needs it, all right? And I'm on, I'm on Shay's side here. I believe that the Bears can be a 7-8 to eight win team next season. We do have a lot in the pipeline. We have a lot of money. The sky's the limit for us. I believe that I've been a Bears fan for 44 years and let's, let's just say that I, other than two seasons, I've been a devastated Bears fan, correct? Yes. So, I just want better for this city. I want better for this franchise. I want better for my kids. My sons, I got a 10 and a 12 year old. They've never seen the Bears win a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, hard. it's the same thing with the Sox. I'm a diehard Sox fan. It's the same thing with the Sox. They're just letting me down. They're letting us all down. Scott, you, I, you, I and, I, you and I are best friends now. You're a Bears fan and a Sox <laughs> fan. We should go to games together. And <laughs> hey, whatever you want to go out and get a beef, let's go. We, we, we can one up Joey G and we can one up Cap real quick. 
You're the man. Scotty, have a good day, man. <laughs> Scott, we appreciate the phone call. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Are you on Team Cap or Team Shea? We're all saying the same thing. We're just trying to determine the timeline of how everything can develop. In beautiful Peoria, here's uh, Jeremy on Cap and J-Hood. All right, Jeremy. Good morning, boys. Hey, Cap, you're right. People don't know how to drive around here. You were here last night, and there's people. We're in the north, but we're actually in the south here. People don't know how to drive in the south. <laughs> Jeremy, you're um, the man. <laughs> the south. <laughs> um, so I am on Team Cap. Um, I'm 36 years old. You know, I've been a Bears fan since I was, you know, six years old probably. And what what is three or four more years? You know, what what if we, if we, we want to build something that sticks, that that – if not just as you call it a pop-up championship, what what is three or four more years? Let's get this thing right. Let's get a a good solid team with depth on it because you know injuries do happen, especially with the long the long season. But I, I'm team cap all the way. Well, you guys well Jeremy, well Jeremy, um, we didn't we didn't say 27 now. Like, like four years, no. that's a that's that's a tough road. Not 27, it, correct? That is long. We're thinking like th- 2025. Is when yes. you should be yes. one of the better teams in the NFC. Yes, that's that's what I'm looking at. You know, and, and again, for me, it's not just getting one championship and then leveling out. I want this team to always be in the mix in the NFC because the championship moves around. It's not like the championship just stays in you know, city for three, four years. Everyone has an opportunity. So, and I want the Bears to have that opportunity to be a team every year in the hunt for a championship. We see you on hold. We're going to get to your phone calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Are you Team Shea or Team Cap? As we lay out everything for the Bears, your expectations on when they will win. We're talking about it on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here's today's headlines with Cap and Jay Hood. Patrick Mahomes says that he's ready to go for the AFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers says he's open to restructuring his contract if he plays in 2023. Luis Robert and Johan Moncada join Cuba's World Baseball Classic roster. And Duquesne blows out Loyola 72-58. The Bulls will take on Charlotte tonight at 6.30. Right here on Cap'n J-Hood. Cap'n J-Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. It's Chicago Cubs baseball on WGN. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> the refreshing Pepsi. Uh. Harry Carey back at Wrigley Field. Here's the starting lineups. What do you have, Arnie? Dernier in center. Sandberg at second. Marlin <laughs> uh. in right. Durham at first. Say at third. <laughs> Jody the catcher. <laughs> Bowen short. And Rick Sutcliffe, fifteen and one, coming over from the Indian, the starter for the Cubs. <laughs> Defense for the Expos. <laughs> Warren Cromarty is at first. Ellis <laughs> Valentine is in right. You can't look. You can't play jump, Jay Moore, and not think about the Cubs. Eighty four Cubs. It's the theme of the Cubs. Yeah, man. It's what it is. <laughs> the eighty four Cubs. I don't know if that, that's what Van Halen was going for, but it's the theme of the. You, when you hear that, you immediately think. Fries Cubs from 84. Correct. There's Zim over third. Rest <laughs> in peace. You can't play that without thinking of the Cubs. You have a very special event that uh, I want everyone to know about, Cap, uh, that you'll be involved with. Yeah, next Friday the 3rd at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be at the 28-mile distilling company 
That's 454 Sheridan Road in Highwood, and it is for pancreatic cancer. It is a tremendous event. Uh, it is the Rolf Pancreatic Cancer Foundation, 28 miles, a really cool place, a distilling company. It'd be great food, great booze. Uh, it all goes to charity. There's going to be pizza there and music and an open bar. 100% of the proceeds will benefit the Highland Park High School Charity Drive uh, in behalf, on behalf of Pancreatic Cancer Research. My friend Jim Rolfe, who lost his dad to that disease. So come on out February 3rd, Friday night. I'll be there. Team Shea or Team Cap when we talk about the expectations of the Bears? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines to talk to you. Northside, Ron, on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Ron. Hey, morning, guys. How you guys doing? We're great. Thanks for checking in. Good to go, man. Good, good. How are you guys? I'm actually going Thanks with for checking Team in. The Bears can easily make the playoffs next year. Now, hear me out for a second. Easily. The NFL is making it easier for you to get better, much better. There's a lot of parity. They're giving you that extra game mm-hmm. per year. They're giving you an extra playoff spot. You, you mean to tell me that I'm going to give you a couple of teams that either made the playoffs last year or on the cusp of making it. The Jets, Miami, Detroit, things of that nature. And they were right there mm-hmm. at 7, 8, 9, 10 wins. You don't know where you're going to get for the first pick. Ronnie, but probably a, Ronnie a can I, now, can I interrupt you? for? Let me ask you one question. Those teams all have a ton more talent than the Bears, though, right? I understand that. I'm not telling you they're going to be great, good. No one's going to know that. But they have a great possibility you, with, with how many pieces they get, with the right moves, they can make the playoffs at 8, 9, 10 wins. You can't tell me automatically, no. I mean, are they, are they let's, for instance, they are the Eagles last year were atrocious. Atrocious. The, the Eagles, he says. They weren't they oh, made the playoffs. They, they won were nine in the games. Playoffs last year. The Eagles and, last year are what I hope the Bears would be in twenty twenty three. I'm not saying the Bears are gonna be great, but they can easily with the right moves make the playoffs with eight, nine, tens. This okay, year that just passed. All right, here's what we'll the do. Bears, here's uh, what we'll do, Ron. Hold on a second. I want you to listen to this. We appreciate the phone call. Hold on a second. So how many teams get the playoffs, Cap? Is it seven? Seven. Okay. So you and I will identify, even before we get to the draft or free agency this offseason, the best seven teams in the NFC. Who's going to go to the – all right, so, Shay, in the playoffs in 2023 and the 24, Cowboys will make it. Eagles will make it. That's Niners. two. Well, no, I'm just going – I want um, division by division. Oh, division. Okay. So, so NFC East, Dallas, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Giants? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. I actually – you convinced me more on the Giants than the Cowboys, I think. The Cowboys. Oh, either way, the... two teams out of the East. Let's say two teams out of the East. All right, that's two. Okay, NFC North. Lions. Lions. I mean, it's Packers. I'm pre- I'm really only comfortable with the Lions. Well, there's going to be two teams out of the North. Correct. What you may not like the Vikings, and you think whatever, but I mean, in that division, they got a lot of talent. Okay, so Again, they don't. Okay. <laughs> they just the defense is the worst in football, man. They don't I have a lot of say talent. That their defense was good. But okay, they have but a then lot we can't say they have a lot team. of talent. So can we at least agree that? Uh, and agree- Justin Jefferson might demand a trade, so they might not oh. have a ton of talent. So can we agree that there's two teams in the East? Can we agree on that? They'll make the playoffs. Okay. So NFC North. Mm-hmm. Lions. That's three, right? At least. Okay, that's three teams. Packers or Vikings are going to the, go to the playoffs. Agreed. So we'll just say four. Okay. Okay, NFC South is garbage, but maybe the Saints get up there. Well, somebody who wins the division's going. There's five. So you think one out of the South? 
Rough guess. Okay, five out of the side. Okay, so that's five. Now we need two more in the NFC West. Cardinals? No. Rams? Probably not. 49ers for sure. Okay, that's six. Seattle? I'm going to say no. Okay, so if the Bears are going to make it, what's the seventh team? I think it's the Bears. If Rodgers comes back, it's the Packers. If Otherwise, it might be the Bears. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm I'm drunk. I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I'm just mystified. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You can be mystified. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I, like I'm willing to stand on this hill. I don't know. I think they can get to nine if things go right. I'm not sold on the Vikings. The quarterback sucks. Their best wide receiver. It sounds like he might want out. The defense is the worst in football. What What do you mean? It sounds like Justin Jefferson wants to be out. I know. Where have you heard that? Where have you not? It was all over the news like a week ago. Justin Jefferson may want out. Okay. I mean, it's, let's, it's let's, just, it, we, it, like, I get putting the uh, cart in front of the horse and saying, well, the, some of these teams look like they'll be back. Philly, 100%. Dallas, 100%. New York Giants, I think 100%. Those are three teams that I think could be back. So maybe the seventh team is Dallas. But I don't maybe. see any reason why Chicago can't be in the graphic. So so what about that, Ron? So, so does that prove your point? Do you, you think that they could be the seventh team? Of course. Why not? Okay. How about this, Ron, from Orland Park on ESPN 1000? All right, Ron. How you doing, boys? Good. What's up, buddy? First of all, Cap, Leon Lett wasn't against Detroit. It was in the Super Bowl against the Bills and Don Beebe. So take that. You're better than that. <laughs> okay. Don Beebe. <laughs> I know it was Don. That's um, right. It was Don Beebe. <laughs> Leon, the no. One, the point I'm making is that no one else is saying is, of, to say that they can't get to seven to nine wins is just ridiculous. The one thing you just have to look at is the quarterback. If we all think that Justin Fields is the franchise guy and he takes that step and he just and he leads this team, he could uh, he could lead this team to an extra three four wins. I mean that's not out of the question. That's not that's not crazy, right? Ron, I just don't, don't I mean, know. If we think he's the guy that he is, and that's what franchise quarterbacks do. They make their teams better. Not 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 even um. Including all the cap space that they have and the draft picks that they're going to get. But Ron, you know, but Ron, but Ron, but Ron, you know, but but what I'm saying is that you can't do it by yourself. I know you said that you went by himself, but again, you can't do it without a good offensive line and weapons to throw to. That, of course, and of course, the other thing too that we don't talk about. You talk about things that we don't talk about. This defense is the worst of my lifetime. So, so you got you got a lot to work with with that defense. You got to fill that up. We we focus so much on fields and should be traded. All this. What's this defense going to be able to get to the quarterback? What's that going to happen? About stop Again, the run? Aren't these things we talk about? They can fix. Like Dayron Payne's a free agent. I'm not saying you get every free agent you want. Dayron Payne, one of the best pass rushing defensive tackles in football. Free agent. You could go get him. You can get somebody with the first with your first round pick. Like, these are things, I understand it's bad right now, but we talk about going out and paying an offensive lineman. We talk about moving Braxton Jones over to right tackle and getting a left tackle. We talk about going and getting somebody like Dayron Payne. We talk about drafting Tyree Wilson or Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Like, you fix some of those holes, and I think you can this offseason. That's all salient that's points. That's what gets you to no, the nine wins. It's, it's a salient point, but do we know this Joe Mandra can do that, Shay? And no, that, but that's again, what... that goes back to where I'm arguing from my expectation. I'm not yeah. expecting. I'm not saying that this is exactly what's going to happen. I'm just saying I have an expectation that things will be better next year because there are avenues to do it. And if not, then I think we start having an, a conversation about who the hire was. How about that? I, Broom them out. 
Yeah, Shane, and I I hope he's right. I do. It would be so much fun to come in here and guess what? The Bears are 12 and 5. Yeah. Going to the play. I just think they are so much farther away than people around here want to admit. And you can't fix everything in one offseason, or you would see teams tear it to the studs, get all the caps, but we can fix it right. I just think that's being naive. I hope I'm wrong. What do you think Jacksonville Radio sounded like on January 26, 2022? I was thinking that they're garbage. Just saying. Yeah. All right. We will take more of your phone calls coming up and also the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. It's all part of the mix on Chicago's Home for Sports. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J-Hood are back. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Blake in Orland Park is with us as we talk Bears on ESPN 1000. Hey, Blake. Blake. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think it's out of the realm that the Bears can make possibly make the playoffs next year. I mean, I know our, our defense was not good. Our, our defense line is definitely trash. Um, but I think if, if you can get a, a couple of pieces on the D-line, I know our O-line is not good. But I think we got two solid young guys if, if Jenkins can stay healthy. But if you if you drop like, you know, uh, I'd say four O-linemen and then a number one receiver, I, I don't see why we wouldn't be able to make the playoffs next year. Just, I think our linebacker core, it could definitely use some help. Um, I like Sam Bourne just like y'all do. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I actually like Morrow, too, a little bit. Yeah, I, it just that. you, Blake, we appreciate your call, man. He just listed, what did he say? Get four new offensive linemen. Our defensive line's trash. Yeah. I mean, our wide receiver. You can't address everything in the offseason. A loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter. Add that to the list as well. Yeah, if Deron Payne is truly going to hit free agency, the Bears have the most cap space. That doesn't mean he's picking us. I just looked up an article. It says the Seahawks covered him. It's they a, got cap space. It's an arms race, Shay. You just got to be able to get the right players that can plug into your system. I completely agree. By the way, some minor non-sound-worthy breaking news, but something that does relate uh, to the Bears tangentially. Nathaniel Hackett has officially been hired as the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets, which puts the New York Jets on Aaron Rodgers' watch. We may have a Rodgers-less NFC North. The, the same report in which Hackett takes the Denver job is supposed to be the Broncos quarterback. That didn't happen because they got Russell Wilson instead. That was the plan, by the way. Correct. Hackett goes to Hoodie, Denver. we got to fuel the beast, nope, man. we got to put the uh, wood in the machine. we no. got to fire this thing up. Well, no, no, it's true. Wow. Like a Rogerless NFC North. Now look out now. But you still got to get the right players for this, Cat. That's the whole thing. Someone else could sneak in the NFC as well. Sneak in. They're more ready. A ready-made team to get to the playoffs. Right. Like I said to you guys a little while ago, Vikings have a lot of talent on their roster. Shay's response was, quote, no, they don't. Yes, they do. I'm not telling you they're a great team. They obviously aren't. We have had never in our history has a quarterback thrown for 4,000 yards. Right. Kirk Cousins does that with regularity. Yep. So, yes, I don't want him as our quarterback. They got K.J. Osborne, Adam Thielen, T.J. Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook. Oh, I forgot. Justin Jefferson. Uh, 
Donnell Hunter who sacks quarterbacks. Uh, who's the kid they got from Green Bay? Mm-hmm. The other one. Um, who, Jay, who's the defensive lineman they stole away from the Packers? He's on Pre- the team Pre- as well. Uh, Name Smith. escapes me. I Smith. know who you're talking about. Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zedaria we don't have Smith. any of those guys. Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of that. And Harrison Smith at, at strong safety. There's another good one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But there's still also, and uh, like... 23, you have one of the older defenses in football, one of the worst defenses in football. Thielen's getting old. Dalvin Cook's getting old. There's whispers Justin Jefferson may pull the Stefan Diggs and get out. Like, I, I, I'm just... The only whispers I looked them up, different that was team. Colin Cowherd. There's a bastion of accuracy. Now time... I'm, I'm not either. I, believe me, I made my share of mistakes, but... There's not these, like, roaring fire of, oh my God, Justin Jefferson wants up. I Wouldn't don't shock me. Now time for the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day brought to you by... Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Try the burger and fries today. Perfect on a chilly Thursday afternoon. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! What's so shocking to me about the Burger King commercial is... It's at the top of every break. It's the first thing you hear as soon, and it's always the worst placement possible. Demar Hamlin was laying on the field with the ambulances coming out, and then you just hear Joe Buck just trying to find the words. Right, Demar Hamlin. He's laid out. Whopper, yeah. whopper, 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 junior double triple whopper. Wait, this is supposed to be a somber moment here. Troy, he's being laid out, and the teams are prayerful and tearful during this very difficult time. Whopper, 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 I was actually talking to CM Punk about it the other day. He's actually listened to the show before. <gasps> oh, yeah. And nice chat with my friend. He uh, listens, and it's tonight on the Good Karma Wrestling Show. You can get it on the ESPN 1000 Twitter feed. Indeed. And check, check out the podcast as well on the ESPN Chicago app. If you don't catch us live, it's right there on the ESPN Chicago app. You partying tonight? Sure. You sure. got the station holiday party tonight, kid. Yeah. Yeah, I will. But I know it's a school night. It is. So. We still have to get up early. Yeah, so so I might buy out early. But uh, it's always going to be a good time to be at the holiday party on January 26th. Yes. Looking it's the holiday it. after party. That's what I'm deciding to call it. Aren't My you? wife's coming down. Is this down? thing going to be open bar? That's what I want to know. Be belly up. I'm not drinking. So let me belly up to work tomorrow. Uh, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's as late. I don't know why it's not the Valentine's Day party. We should have had this in February, apparently. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you got to get everybody's schedules together. That's why we're doing it tonight. So that should be fun. Looking forward to it. Michelle's coming. Mm-hmm. Mindy's coming down. And uh, we're going to hang out. No cocktailing for me, but we'll have a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, we thank you for being part of the program here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And uh, our thanks to Shay and uh, Jay Moore on the other side of the glass. Good to be back with you, sir. Back in studio. Good to have you back here. By the way, I have an idea for tomorrow. We need to find a local college game and have Snorling have like a big Cap and Jay Hood sign and stagger onto the court like that guy did at the Loyola Duquesne game. We retweeted for you at the Cap Man and at Sweet Jay Hood. 
This thing was a prank, just like we thought it was going to be, right? Yep. He, he was miked. Yeah. I said like a fraternity, but he's doing it for TikTok. And YouTube, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So Clicks. for David Kaplan, I'm John of the Hood. How about we do this tomorrow at 7 for a football Friday? Rock and roll. Let's do it. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 7. So long, everybody. Take that. Don't get there, dude. From Chicago.